when we think about education, when we think about getting a degree from a university or a college, oftentimes we assume that we already know who the degree is for and what the degree is for. It's for the student. It is for the person that is going to the institution and getting that degree, learning that knowledge. But if we stop and really think about the system that has been created in the universities and who that degree is for and what that degree is for, we might find that it's actually not for the students, but it's for everyone else. Hey, it's Lucas Scrobot, and you're listening to The Lucas Scrobot Show, where we uncover purpose, pursue truth, and own the future. I am so grateful that you have chosen to be with me today here on the show. And before we get into today's question from Umhani Anwar, who asked this great question the other day on Instagram, he asked, what is the value of online degrees? Before we can get into that, we have to back up a number of steps to first understand what is the value of a degree in the first place. But before we get into that, I want to share a little bit from my book, Anchored, The Discipline to Stop Drifting. I wrote this book in a time where I was drifting, where I didn't know the direction that I was going. I had already gone to college. I had already gotten a degree and I was still feeling overwhelmed. I was still feeling like I was drifting through life. The degree didn't give me the answers that I was looking for. And in this time of searching, when I was really started about when I was 25, I began to write this book as a manifesto to myself, as a as principles that I would remember in my life. And one of the principles that I write about in this book is doing first, doing the work. So often we want the strategy, we want the roadmap to know exactly how to get from point A to point Z. And we don't even stop to think about going to B and C and D. We're just trying to figure out where we're going. But it's impossible to get to Z without first going to A, without first embarking on that journey. And so many of us get paralyzed with over-analysis, over-analysizing our life and the choices that we make rather than beginning, starting on that journey and creating momentum and forward movement. And so that is what I talk about. One of the principles I talk about in this book is anchored is doing first rather than waiting to have all of your ducks in a row, having all the answers. It's get out there, start experiencing, start doing, and we'll begin to open up doors and avenues and ways to get to your goals that you never even knew existed. So the link to my book is in the show notes and you can get the book today on Amazon. Now back to this question about the value of online degrees. As I said, first we have to back up before we can look at online degrees we have to back up and ask the question of why are we going to a university or an institution in the first place? Now, the, the, the surface level obvious answer is, well, I, I want to learn and acquire a skill to get a degree so that I can get the job that I want. 
But the question really is, are we going to the university or the institution to learn and acquire a skill or are we going because we're looking for a certificate? We're looking for a stamp of approval so that we can get a job, so that we can show an employee somewhere or an employer somewhere that we have checked all the right boxes, that we have jumped through all the right hoops. We have proven ourselves to be compliant employees, compliant students, able to answer the right questions, able to put the thoughts in the right order. Now, that has a lot of value. I went to university. I studied a liberal arts degree, English literature, and in many ways, it did help me. It did help me organize my thoughts so that I could put thoughts and build arguments in a correct order. But Many people go and get these liberal arts degrees. They get the stamp on the paper and then they go out into the world and it means nothing. What they learned at that university for those four years, that $50,000, $60,000, $120,000 that they may have spent for a stamp, their learning doesn't mean anything. But the stamp, the, the name that they carry out of that university, the branding that they carry out of the university is really what they have bought in. So if you're getting a degree from Harvard or Yale because the stamp from Harvard or Yale and the reputation that Harvard or Stanford or MIT might carry and that stamp is a thing that is getting you in the door, you're really just buying admission to a club. And sure, You may learn things along the way, but the question is, the first question is, are you going because you need a stamp on a sheet of paper or are you going to any educational facility to learn and acquire knowledge, not just to get a quote unquote education, but are you going because you're curious and you're going to learn? Now, I think there's a lot of instances where degrees institutions are really important. For instance, I wouldn't want to live in a house or to cross a large bridge knowing that the engineer, the person that designed the house, did not have a degree. People who build skyscrapers should have a degree. They should have gone through a vetting process. They should have a stamp to say, this person knows what they are doing. They are trained engineers, they know the math, they know the science. I don't want to get in a plane if the person that built the plane doesn't know math. Same thing with the doctor. Doctors, I'm grateful that doctors go through a long process to come out of university, to come out of eight to 12 years of practice and study because that shows that they have actually gone through, they've taken the time, they've invested their life to learn. And that is why we pay them so much money. And that is why I am glad that they are paid what they're worth, at least if we had a a fully free competitive market, but that's not for this episode. So there are times and places where we actually do, We're, we're going to these universities because they have strict academic principles and rigorous 
methodologies and studies that we actually learn from. It actually molds us into a framework of a profession that we need to have. And then we get a stamp, a certification along with it to say that this person is one who carries excellence and actually knows how to be a professional in that field. But those are not for every field. So first, we have to be able to truthfully answer this. We need to truthfully be able to answer why we are considering to get this degree. And with that comes that question of who is it for and what is it for? Is this degree for you, for you to learn a discipline and you have found a school or an institution that is going to teach you what you need to know. And it forces you into a thing of a a path of discipline, to discipline yourself, to have accountability, to have people check on your work so that when you don't show up, there's someone that's calling you on the phone and saying, hey, where are you? There's consequences. Sometimes going to an institution to have that discipline, to have that rigor is a really positive thing. Who's it for and what's it for? So is it for you? Is it because you're really curious about a subject and you want to find the best teachers and mentors to be able to walk you through that and you feel like this school is going to give that to you? Or is it for your employer? For your employer to one day see that this person checks the boxes. This person went to a good school. They have a good heritage. They meet the requirements of looking the part, even if they may not have the actual portfolio, but they have the stamp and it's the the image that we care about. Or is it for your parents? Do your parents or society have a pressure that's placed on you saying, this is what we do. We go to school, we go to a four-year university and we get a degree Just why? It's what we do. It's the process that you have to go on. And if you don't do it, then something's wrong. But there are many people who decide that they want to become chefs or decide that they want to become mechanics. And you can go to a two-year institute, an 18-month institute, that you're not getting a four-year degree, but you're coming out with a vocation. You're coming out learning a vocation. You can go and you can get an internship at a company that does what you want to be able to do, and you can take the time and learn and get paid to learn the skills that you want to grow in business or marketing or sales. So who is this degree for and what is this degree for? And that is going to greatly help us answer the original question of what are the value or what is the value of online degrees? Now, to be truthful with you, I have often kicked around the idea for myself personally of going back to school and spending five, six years to get a PhD. But I have asked that self, myself that question as well. Who is this PhD for and what is it for? Why do I want those three letters at the end of my name? Well, part of me does say, well, man, that, that academic rigor to be forced to study one niche subject, to really dive deep and become a, an expert in that field and 
Do you have other experts, other people who are trained in academics really force me to think more critically and sharply and make clear arguments? That is something that's appealing to me. While at the same time, I recognize probably most of it is worldly ambition. It's vanity. It's wanting to have that PhD at the end of my name, believing that if all of a sudden I had a PhD smacked at the end of my name, that I would reach my goals, that all the doors that I want to see opened would open. Now, of course, PhD will open many doors for you by just having the fact that you have studied something to that degree. But there are many people who hold PhDs who are still knocking on doors, who are still grinding away, who they niche down, they went super narrow and they got their PhD and it didn't get them what they want. Maybe they thought it, thought it was going to give them financial freedom. Maybe they thought it would give them the, the credibility that they need the respect that they need, the following, the audience that they need, the book sales that they need, but it didn't. So I often, I go back and I ask myself, who and what is this for? And is it for this time? Is it for this season in my life? And up to this point, I have decided that no, it is not for this season. Maybe it's for a future season. I don't know. We'll see. But I don't even know what I would quite study yet, even if I did go on to get my PhD. The second part of this question is online. We talked about the degrees and we talked about the difference between learning and a degree. As we have done, we have to evaluate, right, the degree part and the learning part because they're not always synonymous. They don't always mean the same thing, but nor are they mutually exclusive. Just because you got a degree doesn't mean you didn't learn. And just because you learned doesn't mean you did or didn't get a degree. There is an overlap. And where are you in that Venn diagram? But after we've asked that, we then have to look at online. And we need to ask, does adding online to our learning or online to our stamp, our certificate, is that going to help or hinder us from reaching our goals? It's, is it going to be a liability or will it turn into an asset online? For instance, if we want to learn a craft online, are we going to be able to do that if it's woodworking? Are we going to learn a woodworking craft online? What about becoming a doctor? Is that going to be effective to get a degree as a doctor? I know that's a kind of an edge case. What about accounting? I think getting an accounting degree online, I think that would be worth it. I think there are advantages for doing that. Another question is, does this degree lose its value if people see that it was an online degree, that it wasn't in a brick and mortar institution? And if it does lose value, then it might mean that you aren't buying the learning. You aren't buying the education. You are buying a degree. You are buying a stamp. You are buying branding. When we go beyond education or notoriety, we need to ask ourselves, does the online experience add to 
or take away from the experience as a whole. For instance, if you're going to get an MBA, an MBA is all about the people that you interact with, the people that you sit next to, the network that you end up building from studying at a brick and mortar institution for a number of years. That gives you a network of business relationships and business connections that when you leave years down the line, you are going to be connected and knitted in with your class. And that is going to end up being a platform that you can build and scale your business upon. MBAs are not as much about the information that you learn, but the network that you get connected in with. So will you lose this when you go online? I think, I think you would. I think you will. And I think you can, if you're looking for that network and you're looking for it online, there are other places, other platforms that are free, such as LinkedIn, that you can actually go and begin to build that network and build those relationships. It takes time. It takes work. But you are able to do it. And if it's not about the actual learning and it's about something else, then maybe paying $180,000 for that sheet of paper isn't worth it. On the flip side, however, there are many degrees that when we do them online, rather than in a brick and mortar institution, we actually have a value add. It actually adds value to our life. How so? Well, if you're learning to code online, one, you probably don't need to go to a four-year institution. But two, if you do, and you're doing it online, well, you can now be anywhere in the world. You can work a job and in the margins of your life, you can do your degree. So there are different kinds of goals that we have where actually getting an online degree and not having to be locked into a brick and mortar can actually open up more doors, more opportunity if we see the opportunity and if we create that, if we step into that. We have been talking about online degrees, but we have not yet quite touched online learning. And there's a difference. As we learned earlier when we talked about learning versus degrees. So now we're at online learning. Online learning is powerful. It's exponential. It is free. It is connectivity. It is the network effect. We are able to grow our knowledge base, our skill set, and our network better than ever before with more access to people than ever before in all of history. You can do all the learning that you want for free if you're after learning. You can get all the free blogs, ebooks, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn articles, white pages. You can audit MIT classes. If it's about learning, you can go to MIT and you can take all of their classes for free and learn that information for free, but it won't come with the stamp. It won't come with the notoriety. All of that online learning, it's powerful and valuable, and we should not underestimate it, especially if 
learning is their goal. Remember, who's it for and what's it for? Is it for you so that you can learn something? Then maybe online learning, if you're disciplined enough, if you're self-starting, if you're focused, if you're curious and hungry, if you want to learn, not just want a sheet of paper, a stamp to say that you passed the course, but knowledge and learning that says, look, here, I built this. I did something with what I learned. And that's the thing. When we go into learning or online learning, our degree, our stamp that says, look, I actually did learn this is no longer a stamp from an institution, but we have to go away with that learning and build something and then give it to the world and say, here, I made this. I did this with what I learned. I created this with what I learned, whether it's pottery, whether it's woodworking, whether it's a a website, whether it's graphic design, whether it's music, it's coming to the world with the product that we made and said, look, I learned something and I made something. I created a portfolio of projects from what I learned rather than saying, here, this institution gave me a sheet of paper. When we bring it all home, we have to ask, are we looking for a stamp of affirmation from someone else so that other institutions can have their box checked on the application form? Or are we looking to build and create something in the world? If you are becoming an airline pilot, well, I think getting a stamp on a sheet of paper to say that you know how to fly this plane is a good idea. But if you are looking to build model planes, if you're looking to go into something that's creative, something that's risky, something that's for someone who is passionate about the things that you are passionate about and you're able to serve those people in a unique way from the things that you go out that you're curious about and learn, then maybe an online degree isn't for you. Or are you looking for the rigor Are you looking for the structure that a traditional education system gives you? Then maybe it is for you. So ask yourself that question today. Who is this for? Is it for me because I want to learn something? Or is it for the world because they want to see that I jump through the right hoops? And sometimes... Jumping through those hoops is a very good and wise idea. But maybe, just maybe, you find yourself in a place where you want to learn something. And maybe, just maybe, the fastest way and the best way to learn something is by going out into the world and doing it, by finding the others and doing it with them by building something that's risky, by putting yourself and your reputation on the line, not hiding behind a stamp, not hiding behind a degree, but putting your art, your work on the line 
giving it to the market and saying, here, I made this. Do you like it? Yes or no? And that is a way that we can find a path forward to learn, not just go and chase a degree. Anwar, thank you so much for asking this question. And I'm so grateful that I was able to answer it right here on the show. And because of my gratitude, I'm going to send you a sticker pack that includes this new sticker that I just got printed of the Green Grocer. If you've not heard the story of the Green Grocer, I strongly, strongly recommend that you go back and listen to episode 155 of the podcast and 153 of the podcast where the story of the Green Grocer is told. I love this story because in it, it is, it exemplifies our need to think for ourselves, not to follow the group, not to follow the crowds and the masses and just unite with what everyone else is doing, but to stand up as an individual with courage, with boldness and saying, I'm going to think for myself and make decisions for myself. I'm going to have wise counsel. I'm going to seek out truth. I'm going to try to discern the world and how it operates rather than just trying to change it, rather than just trying to push for revolution. But I'm going to stop and I'm going to try to discern the way that the world operates, the the laws of nature so that I can abide by them, so that I can go out and actually live my purpose, actually find fulfillment in my life through finding the truth. So thank you so much, Anwar. Be looking for those in the mail. Finally, if you have a question, I would love to answer them right here on the show. You can WhatsApp me at plus one two zero two nine two two zero two two zero, and I will answer them right here on the podcast. Or you can DM me on Instagram. I am always there and I will always reply and answer your question. That's all for today's episode. Remember, you are a truth seeker who lives out your purpose. So go out and own your future.